I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Today, we have Ray Berardinelli, one of our physical therapy colleagues and a previous practice owner. Today, we're going to talk to him about his practice, Bellicare Physical Therapy in Pennsylvania, why he sold and exited his practice, who he sold to, a little bit of terms, not necessarily the purchase price. We're going to hear about why he did all that and his impressions and the most important aspects of his transaction and deal. So today, hey, Ray, welcome in. Tell us a little bit about Bellicare. You had mentioned in the pre-interview that you guys had founded the practice in 2004. You ran the practice, the office for about 15 years. And at that point, you found yourself in a situation. Tell us a little bit about that and kind of what led to your decision to exit. And we'll go from there. Sounds good. Well, first, thanks for having me, Dave. Uh, I mean, I've been talking to you for forever back to in your initial days. So uh, yeah, so well, my practice, I started in 2004, like everybody else, but I wanted a better life for my family. Had my daughter, we had just had my daughter, and I decided that I didn't want to do this anymore. I didn't want to work for somebody. I didn't want to keep doing this. I wanted to make a better life for myself and my kids. That ties into the exit strategy for me because it was it was becoming prohibitive. I didn't have the life that I envisioned with my family running my own practice. The demands were more documentation demands at home. Yes, uh, I was one who was still treating. It just got to be too much for me, and I realized that it was that it was time to get out. You know, so that was kind of where we were. We were a general outpatient orthopedic practice, small town. You know, a couple thousand people in the town. That was it. Very community oriented, and you know, over the years, my employees basically became my friends. And that really affected my exit strategy, the way that I wanted to, to go, because, you know, like most other practice centers, I, I loved my people. I really did. Like, I, I absolutely loved my people. They were great. Over that period of time, I learned and grew. And uh, it got to the point where I was bringing in the people that I wanted to be in the practice. And I wanted to make sure that they were taken care of as I exited. Got it. So, and in terms of the timeline of things, you had said that you had exited early 2020. So like right before COVID, was that, yeah. was that on purpose? Was that just by accident or happenstance? What was the, the component of the timeline? Well, naturally I didn't know COVID was coming, uh, <laughs> but with me, it was the things that I kind of was talking about the not having the time with my family. I was a small practice, you know, we were total of, uh, Two PTs, two PTAs. We were looking to, I was spending so much time working, spending so much time doing documentation at home, so much time trying to get my email funnels, trying to do, you know, this, that, 
any other, just like any other practice owner. I mean, I don't even have go, need to go into the nitty gritty. If the people are listening to this, they know what it is and something had to give. So I decided that I was going to start working on software to automate that process, to get my documentation time down to under two minutes for an eval, to automate my emails and outreaches and make all of that so that it, it was no longer on my plate. That, that, that I was trying to buy back the time with my family. I started to do that. And when I started to do that, there, there's a book called The Obstacle is the Way. You know, the idea is that the obstacle in the way becomes the way. It's from Marcus Aurelius. But when I started to remove the obstacle, I found that the removing the obstacle was my passion. Like that was the thing that woke me up at night. I wasn't waking up at night thinking about my practice anymore, worrying about that. I was waking up at night thinking about how I could streamline things to make this better. And when that happened, I knew it was time for me. Get out of my passion sort of went away for it. I knew it was time for me. And that, that kind of segues into why another reason of, as to what you're doing now that we want to get into. But in terms of the the planning or the preparation of exiting with your practice, did you approach a broker or did you do the negotiations and discussions back and forth with yourself? Yeah. So between yourself and the and the seller. Yeah. So I did a number of things. I I started out with who I wanted to sell to. Like I went backwards from who I wanted to buy it. And then I worked backwards. So I went instead of like going to them, hey, you want to buy my practice? I went to them with I was armed. When I went in there, I had already had like three other offers. So I went out, started talking to other people, got a couple of other offers, went down the road with these people so that I could show the person that I wanted to buy it what it was worth and why it was worth what I was asking. In that process, I found that it wasn't worth as much as I thought it was going to be, which we discussed in the pre-interview call here, you know, that, you know, I was, you're we looking at like a three times multiplier you know, three times what you take home. So meaning what you're three times net profit or typically correct. EBITDA, but just for the viewers. Correct. Yes. So that, you know, and that that's kind of what I was looking at, which kind of took me aback. I was doing this for 15 years, built a practice, built it from nothing to where it was. That was a little bit of a hard pill to swallow. Then I got all of this information together. Once I did swallow the pill, I got all this information together and I went to the other person and said, look, this is what it's worth. This is how long it's going to recoup your money. This is, you know, I laid everything out for them. I even sort of laid out the terms of how I wanted the buyout to work. And I told him why I wanted him. And, and this individual, the buyer that you knew already, who is this individual and, and why, why this person? Rather than uh, make like a bigger group or something like that. Well, yeah. So this, this guy was a friend of mine. We had worked together for a brief period. We went to school together, PT school together. We would share sort of full resources. When there was problems, we would talk to one another about it. We would help one another sort of grow. And we had been doing that for years, years. He started his practice like two or three months before I started mine. So I knew he was going to take care of my people. Like when I exited, having them taken care of was incredibly important to me. I didn't want somebody that was going to come in and just smash them with productivity standards 
and just start, you know, we, we were talking about stuff. Naturally, we're working on it like anybody else. But we all know the horror stories where <laughs> where the productivity standards are absolutely ridiculous. And it was nothing but about turning another dollar. And when you love people, you don't want them to be used that way. So Got it. So like kind of a long-term connection with your employees, you just want to make sure that they had a good transition and were then treated well after the close and after the transaction. Correct. Correct. And I naturally, I wanted to, to get what it was worth too. I wanted to right. get what it was worth. Absolutely. But I wanted both. And because of that, I was, I was trying to show how attractive the purchase was, you know, and I did ultimately because he decided that he was going to, that he would, you know, that he was in on it and he wanted to do it. Got it. And your, your friend, the, the physical therapy practice owner, your colleague, what was the size of his practice when they acquired yours? What type of scale did they have? He had three locations and, you know, he probably was just over 300 visits uh, a month was what he was doing, roughly. And, you know, and we when we talked about that sort of multiplier situation, that's kind of one of the reasons that I, I showed him why it would be beneficial to buy the practice because, you know, as he gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, when he eventually looks to exit, then what he's going to get, you know, that multiplier is going to jump up. It jumps up to eight times if you get big, but you have to get big in order to make that happen. So I kind of sold him on this is a big step towards getting that big. All right. So everyone, that's it for now. I'm Dave Kittle, physical therapist and uh, partner at the Fieldmaker Group, where we are also acquiring physical therapy practices right now. Uh, in New York and New Jersey. So we'll have Ray back for part two. Stick around, go ahead and rate and review, follow us. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.